0: Hello, Uh, my name is Juan Pablo Herrera and I am the church planning resident at Urban Village Church. Uh, My pronouns are he, him, él. Uh, At Urban Village, we've always been a church that includes people from the queer community. Uh, We include them in our leadership, in our worship, and even through our inclusive practices. But what does it mean for our faith and our understanding of God? This is what we've been diving into this month with the sermon series called Queering Faith Uh, And that's for people like you and people like me. People I call mi gente, mi familia. uh, Which includes every gender, every sexual orientation, the underdog, and the top dog. And hopefully we've been able to get closer to Jesus and to explore together what it means to queer our spirituality, to queer our Bible, and even the idea of what family and church is. And as we end Pride Month, I hope that this journey has taken us and will take us to the margins where Jesus can always be found. Will you pray with me? Gracious God, I pray that uh, you would give us a new word today that would take us uh, to new heights and to the margins uh, where you speak to us in new ways. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm planning to take a trip to Puerto Rico this year. Um, And many of you know, that I am a nene de mami. I'm a true mama's boy. And whenever I go home, she pulls out all the stops. Uh, she gets my room ready uh, for me and she starts planning parties with my tios and my tias. And of course, the food, avocados, avocados, coconuts, rice, beans, the works, and all the delicacies of the island. My mom and I do touch base regularly and I tell her um, about all the peaks and valleys and that they, that come with church planning and the. Latino community. It's been a long year trying to find Latinx people that are looking for a space to worship that would speak to our particular experiences and that it would be a place where queer and straight people can seek God together. I can't wait to go home and tell her about uh, about the people that I've met along this journey that have come alongside this ministry to help figure out what a Latinx expression of urban village could look like. And I look forward to hugging my mother uh, because I, it gives me strength to know that she is always praying for me. And uh, and I know she's always asking my brother, how's Pablo doing? Don't forget to call him. Check in on your brother. I just can't wait to go home. Jesus went home. And Mark tells us that he got baptized, that he was tempted by Satan. He then picked his inner circle of friends and he went home. But before he went home, he healed a man, and people gossiped because he did it on the Sabbath. He healed many people, and then he went home. The last time he went home, a paralyzed man was lowered into the house through a hole that they tore into the roof. Then he left and had dinner with his friends, uh, his friend Levi, and other tax collectors. People gossiped about that too and called him out on it. And remember that inner circle of friends in the beginning of Mark? Well, they took a stroll together and they plucked heads of grain from a field and they got called out for doing that on the Sabbath. He then healed a a man with a withered hand. He also appointed his 12 disciples and then he went home. Except this time it wasn't home. Some translations say don't even use the word home. One translation says that he entered the place he was staying. Other gospels says he actually doesn't have a home, but could it be that he tried and did not find the home he was expecting? Today, queer people know exactly what it means not to have a home, because coming out is sometimes a difficult thing to do, especially to family. Family can disown you or respond so horribly that it makes you wish you never told them. You can lose your housing by getting kicked out. Your church can exclude you from fellowship, or worse, make you believe that you have to repent and undergo harmful conversion therapy. Coming out can also be dangerous, especially for black and brown LGBTQ people. 2020 saw at least 44 transgender or non-conforming people fatally shot or killed the majority of which were black and Latinx transgender women. Uh, for example, there is Neolisa Luciano Ruiz. She was fatally shot in Tau uh, Puerto Rico on February 24th. Jan Pimentes Arrocho, 19, killed in Moca, Puerto Rico on March 5th. Monica Diamond, 34, a black transgender woman, was killed in Charlotte, North Carolina on March 18th. Serena Angelic, Velazquez, 32, killed in Puerto Rico on April 21st, and she was killed with her friend Leila Sanchez. And most of these beautiful souls had no home. There are an estimated 25,000 youth in Illinois who experience homelessness in the course of a year, and 40% of them identify as LGBTQ. We know what it means not to have a home, a familia to be there for them. And Jesus went home and he found a family who thought he was crazy he was used to dealing with those who thought he was absolutely nuts, and I guess that happens when you're doing something that's radical and new his mom and his brothers they go out looking for him maybe um, to see what all the people in the town were talking about or maybe it was to stop him from embarrassing the family name or maybe it was to help him who knows what we do know is that the community and the religious people come against him to accuse him and to call him names. They don't even say that he had a mental illness. They actually say he was possessed, and not just by any demon. They say he was possessed by the prince of all demons, Belzebub. They attack his reputation and they try to bring him down. <clears throat> this doesn't work. As Jesus responds to them over and over, most of the times, in parables. But then comes his family. They remind remind him that his mom and his brothers and his sisters are there and they want to see him. Jesus responds by asking, who are my brothers and my, uh, who are my mothers and my brothers? It sounds a little mean and maybe like he is uh, discarding the family he grew up with, almost as if they were not important to him. And I don't think that he was dismissing his family here. I think that this was a message of inclusion. Here I think uh, he was doing was enlarging that circle beyond our comprehension. Familia then becomes anyone who loves God with all their heart and their soul and their mind and their strength. Familia are those who go to the margins, knowing that God speaks from the margins. And that includes fabulous lesbians, bisexuals, gays, trans, and everything in the spectrum. This is Pride Weekend, where we commemorate the Stonewall Rebellion that started on June 28, 1969, in response to police raids that were happening in gay bars. Gay bars were a place of refuge for LGBT people, and many of them flocked to them because this was where their true family was, their chosen family. Queer people see their story in the story of Jesus, rejected and neglected, abused and thrown away, and even killed. Allies of the LGBTQ community know what it means to go against the norm, and they swim against the current, even when religious folk and families say that they are crazy. Queering faith, then, it means trusting in God when systems fail to assert the worth of all peoples. Queering faith means turning social norms upside down. It means actively seeking and talking with those on the margins and connecting on a deeper level. Queer faith means experiencing joy and wonder in our diversity and by welcoming those who Jesus welcomes. Queer faith is to be radical and virtuous and inclusive. We can all queer faith and enter into this queer family that Jesus is speaking about, you and me. Una familia who will be there for each other through thick and thin, ride or die. And today I invite you, like Pink says, to raise your glass if you are wrong in all the right ways. All my underdogs, you will never be anything but loud and nitty gritty. So raise your glass with me. Welcome home, familia es familia.